Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. All right, God bless everybody this great getting up morning. Pass me not, oh gentle Savior. For nearly a year now, congregants of the New Destiny Christian Fellowship Church in Detroit have been gathering for services online. Not as many are surviving. I'm thanking the Lord, not, not to celebrate at the expense of others. I'm just grateful that God blessed me to see another day. So Pastor Reverend Horace Sheffield III, himself a survivor of COVID-19, regularly leads the church in prayer in a community that has been particularly hard hit by the virus. All right, we give the Lord great praise and we thank God for all of you who are with us. We want to have a special time of prayer right now. We uh, have lost many that we know and that we love. This coronavirus, COVID-19, has claimed many. I have meditated the last several days. In the midst of this national health crisis, black faith leaders like Reverend Sheffield have rallied together to support their communities many of which have been devastated by this pandemic. Today, Nikhil Terry-Ellis, CNN's senior writer on race and equality, speaks to Reverend Sheffield in Detroit about what he and other pastors around the country are doing to help their congregations throughout this crisis. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. Last spring, Detroit was an epicenter for COVID-19 cases and deaths in the United States. Today, the city continues to reel from the pandemic's devastation. But throughout it all, Reverend Horace Sheffield has been there to provide spiritual guidance and ministry from his church on Grand River Avenue. He's worked with the local government and community organizations to provide free COVID testing and distribute food and PPE to residents throughout the city. To start, I asked Reverend Sheffield why his community was so vulnerable in this pandemic. Well, it's not that difficult to to discern. I mean, we're one of the poorest communities in America. 80% of our population is African-American and probably 80% of those are below the poverty line. So access to health care, pre-existing conditions, and not to mention the fact that when we started testing, for example, most of us were excluded because one of the requirements was having a primary care physician. We have tons of folks who don't even have a primary care physician. They use emergency rooms as their primary care physician. So all of those just really were exacerbated by COVID-19. And you yourself had a battle with COVID-19 last year. What was that experience like for you? Well, I went to New York to meet with my good friend, Reverend Sharpton, and came back from the meeting and just really fell up against the wall on my way back to the hotel. I mean, it just, it just shook me to my core. It's a very difficult thing. It affects your breathing. 
you're weak when you're done with it. You feel as if something came in and just sapped everything you had. And now you've got to figure out how to get back on your feet again. But but I did survive it. When you look back, do you recall the moment when you realized how badly COVID-19 really was going to affect the nation and Detroit? The exact moment, Sandra Campbell, my high school classmate, who was a CPA, was doing my audit in March. And she heard I had COVID and sent me a text message saying, you know, I feel terrible too. I hope you're all right. And then two days later, she was dead. And so it really hit me. And then after that, just, you know, friend after friend, church member after church member. And I recognized and realized that, you know, we were really in the midst of something very terrible. As soon as he realized just how bad the pandemic was in Detroit, Reverend Sheffield began organizing to provide free COVID testing to vulnerable residents. Well, the initial testing site was at the state fairgrounds, and it was based on having a script from your primary care physician. The other protocol was that you had to have some of those presenting factors at the time, which was a fever. And, you know, I didn't have a temperature. So when when I wanted to get a test, I was basically excluded from that protocol, which really enraged me. And so that's why we began to offer testing at my center, my Sheffield Center, named after my dad. You didn't have to have a temperature. You didn't have to have a primary care physician. If you showed up, you could get tested. Uh, we're testing here at the Sheffield Center. I mean, just tremendous numbers of people. Over 400 cars in line. People can walk up, as you see. So literally the very first day of testing at my Sheffield Center, 2,000 people showed up, so much so the Grand River was closed down. Neighbors were upset because they couldn't get out of their driveways. And by the way, that first day of testing, over 30% of the population who tested out of 500 and some people tested positive. So at that point, I began to advocate for testing. You're a pastor, you run a church, you provide spiritual guidance to anyone who needs it. Can you talk about why you feel a responsibility to go beyond this role and lead the, the Black community's fight against the pandemic? Well, you know, I'm, I'm in the mode of Carter G. Whitson. You know, he talked about preachers of versatile genius. There was a time in our community uh, where churches were our hospitals, churches were our places of education. We did all things to all people according to their need. But my church, my nonprofit is located in a zip code that was one of the three highest rates of instances of COVID-19. So it's impossible for me to be like the rich man and feast sumptuously and watch people die around my gate and not do anything. And I know I've heard a lot of Black pastors just in the last year who were, who were initially encouraging their congregations to get tested, and now there's a push for folks to get vaccinated. Why do you think pastors are in this position to push testing and vaccines when there's so much distrust right now in taking these vaccines? I mean, here's the thing. This is the most deadly pandemic that we'll ever face in a lifetime. The people of color and of significance who've been involved in the vaccinations, in the treatment. This is not the time to chase conspiracy theories and, and engage in protestation over how white folks have treated us. No, this is our time to say death can wait and step up and be vaccinated. Now, people trust us because we bury them. We marry them. You know, we, we labor with them when they have issues. They know that we step up for them and that we're not going to tell them to do something that's not in their best interest. And there's a long-term relationship that began before the pandemic 
that comes to fore in the pandemic that enables us to be able to say things to them that other folks who just show up now couldn't. Welcome to the Choose Healthy Life Black Clergy Conclave, and happy Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Last year, Reverend Sheffield joined a group of prominent Black pastors from across the country to launch Choose Healthy Life. It's a program that aims to combat the pandemic's impact on the Black community and address long-term health inequities. Well, we just really got going. There's five major cities, and of course, Kelvin Butts, Dr. Warnock out of Atlanta. I'm one of the five of the council. And each of those cities have 10 churches, and 10 in Detroit that's been chosen with full-time health navigators. And we, we basically believe that the church was the place that was the entrusted partner that could speak to folks with all of the hysteria about vaccinations and people wanting to revisit our history and things that have happened to us. We just felt it was necessary for us to, you know, step up as a church and to convince people of the necessity of, number one, getting tested. Number two, following the good advice of professional people who knew what to do to save lives, make sure the death can wait. Do you have plans to offer the vaccine at your church in Detroit or do you plan to do do anything on the ground as far as getting the black community vaccinated? Absolutely. We're working on that as we speak. In fact, we have our kickoff for Choose Healthy Life here at the Sheffield Center, which also encompasses my church and over 140 different Black organizations. And uh, we intend by the end of this month, February, to be offering the vaccination as well. Do you plan on getting the vaccine yourself? I've already had it. I had my second last week. I'm unusual. I had no basic reactions except just a little sluggishness, no pain in the arm. But yeah, I I definitely had the the vaccine. One of the reasons why there's so much hesitancy in the Black community is that a lot of people point to the nation's history of racism in medical research. They look at the Tuskegee experiment um, and they say, no, you know, I'm not going to get it because look how my people have been have been treated historically in this country. What do you say to that? I mean, I understand the history. I mean, I've been involved in civil rights all my life. My dad was one of the close people to Dr. King, but this is not this is not the time for us to uh, to wave a red, black, and green flag. I mean, we, we've got very vulnerable populations in our community. Our seniors at risk in the city of Detroit. At one point, almost forty percent of the folks who were positive for COVID nineteen were people of color. One of my good friends, Wayne County Sheriff Benny Napoleon, former police chief here, went to high school with me. He died from COVID-19. And so, you know, if, if you want to make a stand, don't stand on this one. You know, let's find some other things to stand on. There's plenty to stand on. I mean, uh, that that are a real consequence other than losing your life because you have some suspicion about whether or not there's some racist intent. I don't see that in this at all. Have people in the community or the church come to you personally for guidance or asked you, you know, should they get this shot or not? Absolutely. I've had members of mine that come and ask me basically the same questions. You know, all of the stuff that people have said about the history of us being used as guinea pigs and the adverse effects and all of that have come up. But at the end of the day, this is the worst pandemic in our lifetimes, we all know significant number of folks who have died. If they had had the vaccination, they probably would have lived. Would you want to be on that side or on this side? 
I think there are a lot of people who are kind of feeling like we've been in this pandemic for almost a year now and there's no end in sight. And as a pastor, I know that part of your role is to help give people hope. What is your message to people who are feeling a bit discouraged about where we stand in this pandemic? I think the first place, to be honest, is for me to find that hope myself. While I may have been called to encourage other folks and I have a a source of inspiration through sacred writ and text. And the honest answer to you is that sometimes I find myself in a cave like the prophet, because when you think about Benny Napoleon and people like Sandra Campbell, who, who shouldn't have died. I mean, if this had been handled differently, we could have come out of this much sooner. But the reality is that even though other folks squandered that opportunity and made miserable mistakes, that have visited death upon us right now, if we don't respond in a way that takes this as seriously as we can, we're gonna be in this forever. I mean, my, my greatest fear, I've got a five-year-old granddaughter that's coming over today. Love her to death, worship the ground she walks on. I don't want this to be her reality for the rest of her life. And so there are many things that we don't have control over. There are things that we don't have responsibility for. But every citizen of this country can have some role in abating this miserable health malady called COVID-19. That's why you got to wear a mask, you got to sanitize your hands, you got to keep social distance, and you got to understand as much as you bemoan and decry this situation we're in, we have the power to change it. I couldn't have said it better myself. So thank you, Reverend, for your work your wisdom, and remembering that we're all in this together. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. We want to leave you with a song and a prayer from Reverend Sheffield. I'm singing this for somebody out there right now. Don't know how they're going to make it. I need the being had it not been for you those of us who never got the virus would have had it those of us who had it didn't die wouldn't have lived we give you honor and glory for the days of our lives for the people in our lives for the joy you brought into it and now unto him who's able to keep us from falling be all power majesty and glory henceforth and forevermore In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God bless you. See you Wednesday night or back here next Sunday. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.